What's up, KSAP? James Ford, that's me. Let me talk to him. Let's get it. I'm sick of ball dropping. I'm sick of ball dropping. Chopping up these topics, man. I'm sick of ball dropping. Driving coast to coast, making moves ain't stopping. Driving coast to coast, making moves ain't stopping. Hey, let me put you on game. These other podcasts, I hear talking this, but ain't repping the same. This my bro KSAP. Chopping up topics for your optics. From politics to your top picks. Tune in, you gotta watch this. Exclusive material for your radio. Stop what you doing and listen, we smashing all competition, you better jump on this wave, somebody pass me a mic, man I got something to say, And now, your host of the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast, the man behind the mic, KSAC. Yo, welcome to another episode of Simply Ball Dropping. I'm your host, K-Sap, and on today's show, we have live in studio. She is a classroom teacher for 16 years. She's held down an apartment head job, also an assistant principal. She lives in Little Elm with her partner, Rod, and their life-affirming little girl who will be three in September. She's making a full transition from education to a full-time life coaching practice. Please welcome to the set, Miss Anna Glasgow. Hey, hey, thank you so much for having me here. I'm too hyped to be with Simply Ball Dropping today. I don't have any balls to drop, but I do have a little bit of wisdom and knowledge. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you taking your time coming in on the set. (laughs) And we're going to make it happen. This is going to be a switch up. And we're going to talk about life coaching. Um, can you tell the audience members um, what what is a life coach and what is a job of a life coach? Okay, well, as a life coach, I help people get from where they are to where they want to be. A lot of people look at it as counseling. Counseling and therapy deals with stuff that's happened in your past. Life coaching deals with where you are now and where you want to be in the future. So we partner up, my clients and I, we partner up to get goals reached and to get you where you want to be. That's great. That's great. So let me ask you a question. What made you transition from education into doing this? Well, I feel like they go hand in hand. Being a teacher, I often had to, I mean, that's that's the main goal of a teacher is to get students where they where they need to be and being able to see that. And as my role in education advanced, I saw myself leaning more towards coaching than I was towards classroom teaching. And so it was a pretty organic transition for me to move from the classroom to life coaching. And so I was doing them at the same time and I would be walking on air when I would come off of a coaching call. 
And I knew it was it was time to make that change. Okay, that's great. So, have you always had a passion to do this? Definitely, definitely, I have. I didn't. I never knew what it was called. I didn't know what a life coach was, but I kind of. I was. I've been doing it most of my life, and so in uh, the past couple of years, I heard the term and I said, "Oh, that's me." That's great. That's <laughs> great. And let me ask you another question. Um, being a teacher, mm-hmm. how does this help you being around kids all day? And, you know, being around the kids and does that play a role in what you want to do in the life coaching? I, I think so. I, I see you have to form a relationship as a teacher. There's no way anyone's going to want to hear what you have to say unless they know that you care about them. And partnering up with my clients now, there is trust and intimacy that has to be built. And so my 16 years um, in education has really taught me how to form those uh that trust and intimacy. Man, it seems like you got a passion for this. Oh, I do, I do. And, and that's great that um, you could come to the set and you can explain to people out there. Now, let me just re- reword this a little bit. What are the benefits of working with a life coach? Well, working, working with somebody who is on the outside of your situation gives you a different perspective on what you're trying to achieve. So I help my clients set larger, better, more rewarding goals, um, both personally and professionally. Um, Speaking with them weekly, I help them to strategize and take action. A lot of us have these big dreams, but we don't put the steps into place to make them happen. And working with a coach, there's accountability and there's uh, strategizing that takes place. And it's an immense um, reward for anyone that works with somebody who's going to help them get where they want to be. And I ask more of themselves than they ask of themselves than than they ask. So it's a push. And that's great. And it, like I said before, it seems like you got a real passion mm-hmm. because I see the deliver <laughs> when when you're talking about this. On another note, um, did you have to go through any certification or anything like that to become a life coach? Well, it's funny. When um, I was speaking to a friend who was seeing a life coach, and she was like, I wish you would just become a life coach because I'd rather pay you than pay this lady. And I was like, well, what are her credentials? And she was like, oh, she doesn't have credentials. And I thought that was funny because there's a lot of life coaches out there that aren't credentialed, and I'm sure they do an amazing job. But my brain and my perfectionism, I want to learn all the things. And so I'm going through, I went through a program um, through Coach U to become a licensed, uh, credentialed life coach. So, yes, there is lots of training and schooling and learning all the things. And being coming from an educational background, I'm never going to stop learning and training. I'm going to take this as high as I can. So <laughs> that, that's, that's great. And I know life lessons and a long in life. As you moved along in life into your adulthood, what made you think that this was something that you would probably want to do? I see a need for it. I see a lot of people being stuck and not knowing how to get around maybe self-imposed walls that they've put up. And I have a coach. And all every coach that I know has a coach. And to know that there's somebody in your life that can walk through and get you where you need to be, why not? We all look for things to help us out. And it, it was just a natural choice for me to make. 
That's great. It, like I said, I'm gonna keep on saying this. I, I see the passion as I'm talking to you. I see the passion. On, on another thing is like being a life coach. I mean, how do you get your clientele? How do you get it out to people so people know who you are and know how to reach out to you? Oh, that's a really good question. I have. I was off of Facebook for a long time, and I've jumped back on. Um, and there are certain groups that life coaches belong to, and we strategize and. Uh, marketing. Instagram is my bestie. I love posting. People can see me in my day-to-day life. Um, They can get some tips and and tricks um, free of charge on how to kind of manage their life. And so I do rely on social media. Um, Now that we've relocated to the North uh, Texas area, I'm looking to get into some marketing groups and chamber of commerce and things like that. Yeah, that's very important with, with a lot of small businesses when you're trying to start your, your own business. Like when I started this podcast, it was kind of funny that you would send it out there and people would just like hopscotch over it. Mm. And like I always tell people, it's funny that I say this. Celebrities, a celebrity can be on Instagram or Facebook. They can say the sky is blue. They'll have millions of likes and millions of comments. But if somebody like us tries to start something and be positive and try to make a way, people hopscotch over. I'm going to tell you a funny story. I had sent my information to one of my, my friends, and he kept on saying back, KSAP, what are you sending me? And I said, man, I, I got a podcast. And he was like, oh, man, I thought you were sending me a music track. And then he finally went back and listened to it. And he was like, oh, man, you're, you're on to something, man. I like it. Keep sending them over to me. So that, that, that's a funny story I wanted to tell because, yeah. you know, you're trying to be a life coach. You're transitioning in and people need to know how to reach out to you or you reach out to people because a lot of celebrities do this and they they can say anything. and They get all kinds of likes and and follows. But as us, we're trying to do something positive to make a way and people just overlook us. So it's great that you pointed that out. So if while you're here, I want you to tell some of the audience members where they can find you at if they want to reach out to you. Definitely. On Instagram, I am a Glasgow coach. Um, it's A-G-L-A-S-G-O-W-C-O-A-C-H. And there's a little link in my bio that you can click on and we can get connected and set up um, a free consultation. I'm offering free 30-minute consultations um, to find out if this, if we if we're a good fit. And I may be able to recommend a coach if, if, if we're not vibing, I can tell you a coach that might um, be vibing with, with you as well. And so Instagram is a great way to reach me. I'm also on Facebook um, at Anna L. Glasgow on Facebook as well. So, yeah, hit me up there and there are links to, to get us connected. There's all the information. She put it out there. Now, I'm going to ask you a question on this term. So when you sat down and thought about this, did you have to draw out a game plan since you was a teacher, leaving the teaching mm. Um, arena coming over to the life coaching practice. Did you have to draw out a game plan and sit down and talk with your significant other about your plans? Oh, I love that question. Oh, I love it. Okay, yes. This idea came to mind about a year ago, and it was on my heart and on my spirit to to jump in 100%. And like I said, we relocated. And with relocation comes deposits and bills and moving and all of that stuff. And so staying in education gave me benefits and a stable income, and I've built up some tenure. So I, to be honest, I'm, I'm strong in my faith, and I prayed about it, and I did not listen. 
I went straight on back to my safety net, which was education, and had a rough year, to be honest. I had a really rough year um, in my spirit. And so sitting down with Rod, I, I said, you know what, this is, this is my, my passion. This is what I want to do. And he said, you got to do it then. And I get a little emotional when I, when I speak on the support that I receive from this man that sees in me greatness. And without his support, I wouldn't, I, to be honest, I would not be sitting here having this conversation with you. We've got a toddler who is a very demanding toddler. He's a football coach. Um, so during the fall, I'm pretty much a widow. So it's, it's going to take a lot of give and take for both of us. And he could have easily said, are you kidding? You, you, you stay here. But he supported me. And with that support, I mapped out an exit strategy. And here I am. Man, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that you told the audience that because... Me and you probably in a similar situation. You got to have a great support system. And mm -hmm. everything that I do, my wife backs me up. But like I've always said, I mean, I, there's six other brothers that I dealt with that formed this podcast with me. We, we call ourselves the Small Brothers. I mean, mm -hmm. if you go back and listen to episode four, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you guys will understand where this all came from. But without their support and without my wife's support, I wouldn't be sitting here giving this interview um, with Anna right now, but, um, you know, God saw different. Um, we prayed about it and we just kept our focus. And like I said, Rome wasn't built in one day. You keep building, they'll come. Mm. So I it's like great that. that you're doing you, the things that you're doing. You stepped out on faith to make the transition from a teacher to become a life coach. It seems like you have passion because I can see it in your eyes while we're talking. <laughs> so it's good. And it's great that you have a great support system, um, with Rod and, and your little girl. So, it's good that, you know, I had a chance to bring you on so you can, you know, express yourself and get yourself out there. I know you're just transitioning over, but I want you to tell the people like you did all the information where they can find you because, you know, I'm, I'm out there and people hear my podcast and you, you don't know what it's going to come about from this. So that was great that you shared your information. So on another hand, what kind of strategies when you get with your clients, what kind of things would are you looking up front? Like, what would you ask them? Are you have to ask them personal stuff? Um, anything around in that ballpark? Do you have to do that? Yes, definitely. With with my clients, they steer the bus. They do the work. I, I guide them. And it's kind of like what uh, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. It's within you the whole time. It's always there. And your coach helps bring it out of you and show you what you're working with. And so a lot of my clients, I'm working on building a strong personal foundation. If you think of a, a house, the foundation has to be solid. You're wondering why this isn't working or you're arguing at work and you're arguing at home and you can't get your... A lot of times you have to draw back and focus on your personal foundation, your beliefs and the integrity, the values that you're walking in each day. And as a coach, we can examine those things and pick them apart and, and kind of get that foundation solid so then you can work on moving to the next level. And that's great. I mean, you, you explain yourself well and, and you, you deliver your words um, perfect. And with the clients that you bring on mm -hmm. and just say I will, I'm a client. OK. What kind of goals would I get out of having you as my life coach? Well, you would tell me what you're wanting to get. You and I sit down. Case that. What, what 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 are we focusing on today? And you would say, hey, you know, I need to work on X, Y, and Z. Okay, let's, let's, let's look at the resources that you have in place to get you there. And we are going to chunk that out, map it out. My clients right now are, 
I have a client that's earning triple in her business this quarter than she did last quarter. And she attributes that to working with a coach and streamlining and laser focusing her finances at work, Brand, a, a new entrepreneur. Um, I've got a client who's building confidence in the workplace. She's about to graduate college. She has a strong skill base and she hasn't been confident until working with me as her coach. I had a client that came to me that said, I need to work on exiting my marriage. This is what's going on. She had very good reasons to exit her marriage, but through our coaching and our personal foundation, she's rebuilding that marriage. Um, People are finding time to do things that they want to do personally. They're laughing more. They're just enjoying life because they can see through. the Life can wear you, wear you down. It really can, and especially when you get lost in the weeds and you can only see the mess. So working with a coach gets you out of that and through that, and it's, it's just been a beautiful thing. So like I said, I have a coach. <laughs> you got it. Why not? Yeah, that's great. I mean, you said that so eloquently, and... On that note, in professional sports, do you think a lot of athletes have life coaches? Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Most CEOs of businesses, when they get hired on, it's a requirement that they have a coach. Man, that's because you look at some of these athletes and I mean, I know when you go into the NFL, NBA, mm. Major League Baseball, you're dealing with, you know, large amounts of money and you got to put a whole team together. And that's just like me doing this podcast. I got to have a team. Yeah. I know you as a life coach, you got to have a mm -hmm. team. It's that support system. So I guess it goes hand in hand. So in this particular thing, so being a full-time life coach, do you have to go out and meet people or it's word of mouth or you do referrals? How do you conduct your business? I conduct my business. 99% of my clients, we speak on the phone, either through Zoom or Skype or or phone. I've got a client who's in Germany, and so you know we we speak through uh, WhatsApp. And I mean, I can I can work anywhere. I can talk to you anywhere. Some people do prefer face to face, um, but it's it's whatever suits my my clients best. And so you can be in your pajamas, sipping your your coffee in the morning, and we can be working on getting your life. So <laughs> it's about you and what you need as as a client. Man, that, that's that's great. And. Did you have to do a lot of research to know what you're getting yourself into before you made this transition? Because this seems like it's a lot, but you because you're talking about, you know, enhancing their finances, you know, marriage. You're talking about everything. You 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 wrapping it up. Did you have to do a lot of research? It's I love that question because that was one of my first fears. It's like, how am I gonna tell a business person how to do their business when I'm trying to start my own, right? But no, you can, you can see the minutia. You can see the outside of the situation and say, well, who could help you with that? I don't have to know. They, they, they know. Like I said, it's, it's, you've got it. You just need someone to bring it out. And so, no, I don't. I don't have to have been through a divorce to help somebody go through a divorce. I don't have to have played football to know how to help a, a, an NFL player. So. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's kind of funny that you said that, man, and we, we sitting here laughing, and, and it's kind of funny because when I started this podcast, I did a lot of research. I mean, I, I've been sitting on this for a long time, mm -hmm. and I did a lot of research before I stepped out on fate, before I said, let me just go ahead and put it out there. So that's why I was asking the question, is there research behind it and doing something like this? Because it seems like you're dealing with somebody's personal life, yeah. and you're dealing with 
everything that they're going through. So I look at it like there's a lot of people I associate with and me and my wife associate with. They, you know, have problems in their relationship and problems in their marriage. So in something like that, if somebody comes to you and they're having a problem in their marriage mm. and, and a problem in a relationship, what kind of advice can you give them? <laughs> well, I first, as a coach, I have to determine if this is, if they need family counseling. Because again, I'm not a counselor. And so, like I said, that woman that came to me, I was going to help her transition from married life, empty nester to being a single woman. That's, that was our goal. Um, I was not jumping in there trying to fix her marriage. And so that's what I would have to do. If they said, okay, we're seeing a family counselor, but I still need you to coach me on, you know, things that are specific. That is what you asked about research. Learning on how to coach has taught me to differentiate between therapy and counseling and coaching. Okay. So if somebody's having an issue with trust and intimacy and things like that, there's certain ways I could coach on that. And that may in turn help their relationship. Well, see, just sitting here listening to your talk. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, I mean, you deliver it so well. So when you're speaking to your clients, do you ever kind of find yourself nervous or any kind of thing that be like, man, I should have said this to him once the conversation is over? Yeah, yeah, we're all human. You know, sometimes as a coach, I'm supposed to allow you to get there. And sometimes when I can see something that my client can't see, I want to jump in and so I'll say, you know, girl, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. Or I'll, I'll send a text. You know, we were talking about such and such. Have you thought about la la la? You know, we're human. It's it's not this stuffy, you know, situation. It's like having your best friend that's not going to judge you and doesn't know anything else about you but what you're telling them help you get through some stuff. And but without having to tell your best friend. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's funny that you said that because every time I do a podcast, I'll be like, man, after the show, I'll be like, man, I should have brought this up. Yeah, I should have right? said this. And we'll set back after the show is over. Like, man, we should have touched on this. We should have touched on that. <laughs> but that's, that's great to let the audience members know that, hey, you have no problem speaking to anybody. So when a situation like a client comes to you um, and you they don't know you from Adam, mm -hmm. you don't know them, how do you break the ice with them? Oh, that's... That is one of the core competencies that I have to learn as a life coach is to create trust and intimacy. And through my courses, I had to, with an instructor who's been doing this for 40 years, coach somebody that I've never met. A, a woman in Singapore, I had to coach her on a Zoom call um, through cultural barriers, language barriers, and get her to trust me into talking. And there is a rapport that, like I said, the 16 years of education taught me how to connect with people and creating a safe place for and a safe space for people to want to open up and be vulnerable is a skill that I do work on constantly. But I have found that it is something that has been um, a blessing that God has gifted me, <laughs> the, the ability to be able to connect with people and create that trust and intimacy. Man, that's great. And it seems like, like I said, through conversation, it seems like um, you're great with working with people. And like you said, you was a teacher, so I know you're dealing with kids. So, you know, you're dealing with people directly. So, you know, the communication and the conversation has to be there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, doing this life coaching thing, I, I think it'd be an easy transition, a seamless transition mm -hmm. of what Thank you're doing you. because you know how to deliver it. You know how to speak to people. And, you know, like you said, with the language barrier on different clients, do you get impatient sometimes where 
you're trying to understand what they're saying and they can't understand what you're saying? Is there sometimes that you get impatient? I don't, I don't, I can't think of a time where I've gotten impatient. I think when your goal is to be overly curious about somebody's life, there's no room for impatience. Like, I want to know, like, I truly want to know because you're coming to me with something that is a piece of you and that it's an honor to be entrusted with that. And so there's really no room for impatience. Okay, I see that. So in your 30-minute consultation, Mm -hmm. what do you lead off with when you give them a consultation and you're doing it for 30 minutes? How do you go dive right into where you want to get at? We're going to start with where the person is now and where they want to be and what has worked in the past, what hasn't worked in the past, what... um, what connections we make in that time period is going to tell me um, that, yeah, I think that we'd make a good fit. And again, I'm a person too. If I'm not getting a good vibe from you, I can say, you know what? I don't think I'll be the best coach for you. I'm going to be real because it's about you and as the client. And so we are going to hammer out in that 30 minutes what their goals are and whether or not I would be a good vessel for getting them to, the, to those goals. So when you're speaking to a client, do you have a layout? Do you have like notes that you have on things that you want to touch on and things that you want to ask them? Do you draw up a game plan before you speak to a client? Oh, I like that question. I like to be in the moment. I feel like if I'm writing things down, I'm not hearing what they're saying. And so I let my clients know ahead of time, okay, before you come to our call, make sure that you have something that you want to talk about. Let me know. Um, what you tackled from our last call, if you had a little action step or some homework that you assigned yourself, we'll, we'll start off with that. But our, a full session is about 45 minutes. And so you, this is your time. So if you start off by telling me how work was and we spend 15 minutes on that, we only have 30 minutes to jump into what you want. And so I let them know ahead of time how the call should go for them to get the, the biggest bang for their buck and we do set an agreement about what we're going to focus on today and how you are going to know that you achieved it. We do that in the first 10 minutes of our call. Man, that's funny that you said in the first 10 minutes and I, I, something I had to learn about this podcast. When I started my podcast, you got to catch your audience within about 10 to 18 seconds of mm. that podcast. That introduction has to reel them in so they'll stay tuned to what you got to talk about. And I'm glad that you said that because, you know, you're giving them an opportunity to speak. But, you know, you got 30 minutes to 45 minutes to get out what you want to say. So I know I have a good vibe Mm -hmm. with you. And you said you got a vibe with them. But if the vibe is not there, then you got to send them elsewhere. So it seems like this is something interesting to me, it seems it's like exciting, it's challenging. Right? It's exciting, but it, it, it's, it seems like it's a challenge. I mean, yeah. but if you have a passion to mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. and it seems like you can stand up in front of an audience and just talk. Are you comfortable talking in front of large crowds? I am, and I don't know when that happened in my life, but I, I don't mind it at all. There's obvious those, obviously those nerves that, that set in, um, but... When I'm talking about something that I love and I'm passionate about, it's, it's really easy. And when, I, when it's something that I want everybody to experience, like everybody should have this in their life, like I feel like it's my obligation to stand up and talk about it. So I'm, I'm just honored that you asked me to be here today because people need to know what's out there. Man, that's great. Now, now like I said, I appreciate you taking the time out to come yeah. live on set talking to me. And another thing is, I mean, 
I know your husband. Mm -hmm. I know your little girl. Mm -hmm. And the <laughs> thing about it is we're going to go back to the support. Yeah. The support is real. And for people out there that's listening and the people that's going to tune in, you know, if you don't have a support system on things that you want to do and the passion that you have for doing something, it's never going to work out because you can't be tugging and pulling at each other. I mean, you got to if you're in a marriage or if you're in a relationship, everything has to be, you know, concrete. You can't be distancing yourself because you want to do something and your significant other wants to do something and y'all don't meet at a common ground. It's never going to work. You got like like Anna said prior is to like a foundation to a house it has to be sturdy if the foundation ain't sturdy the house is going to crumble so if you've got a passion to do something and the foundation ain't sturdy it's going to crumble so find your niche out there find your passion and it seems like anna has a passion for this life coaching <laughs> and i just if y'all could just see her right now she's so excited and pumped up i mean the juices is flowing so it's great that um she was able to spend time letting the audience members out there know and all the new subscribers and the people that are listening, everything about the life coach. And she put her information out there. So when you listen to the podcast and for the people that's tuning in, you know, take that information down. Give it a look. You know, if you need a life coach hey, she's here for you. And like she said, she's not going to force nothing on you. If you're not vibing with her, then, hey, she'll get you somebody else that maybe will fit your build. But she's here today. She's speaking on it. She let y'all know what she's doing. She has a passion for it. So if you're ever interested, give it a chance. So Anna, is there anything else that you want to say to the audience out here that's listening? Is there anything else that you want to say before we wrap it up? I just, again, I just have to thank you for this opportunity because I know your listeners, just like my following as well, they need to know what's out there for them so they can level up. And I see that's what you're doing. And I love the passion in what you're doing. And that's why I'm here talking with you today so if it's not me let it be somebody else because this is your one life to live and you got to make it count man and that sums it up and i do appreciate your time and that's going to wrap up another episode of simply ball dropping hey. and once again <laughs> i'm your host k sap we'll catch you on the next one thanks for listening to the simply ball dropping podcast be sure to subscribe like and share on all major platforms